Are you thinking about having a second kid? Um, maybe you're a parent and you know, your kids around that age, they're a little bit more independent and you're thinking, well, maybe I'll have another one. Give it a sibling or something. So I have two kids. Uh, my son just started solids and one of my readers actually asked me, how does, you know, how did your firstborn uh, react to a sibling? What happens when you become a from a mom of one to a mom of two? Like, does the chaos actually double? Um, so yeah, so I, <laughs> so here's kind of a little story, like um, I guess my journey into a mother being a mother of two. Um, my son just started solids, as I've mentioned, he's about six months and like I'll paint you a picture. My daughter's reciting to me an entire episode of Paw Patrol where Mayor Humdinger needs to get rescued again. And you know, you, you nod, you're scraping. Like moms know this, that like you're scraping the food, you're feeding the baby, and you're nodding and listening to your other kid. And you're like, oh yeah, and then what did Chase do? What did Marshall do? What did Sky? Oh, Ryder, oh yeah, uh-huh. And then goes a flying blob of yam and onto the floor. And that orange wet goop stares at you, you know, stares at me, dimpled, judging me, challenging me and saying, are you gonna are you gonna clean me up like silently screaming wipe me wipe me i'm gonna harden into a crusty booger <laughs> and then someone's gonna flick someone's gonna flick me onto the carpet and then little feet are gonna step all over me and i'm gonna get entangled in those carpet fibers and you'll never ever pluck me out <laughs> and so right at that point i'm looking at that blob little hand pulls on my arm and says mom you're not listening and then another blob falls to the ground so does that sound like chaos like does that sound like just a lot of things going on it is it really is but it really isn't i don't know when my son came home it was beyond chaos like it, like with a lot of that first month or first first few weeks being a new parent you're kind of just surviving, right? You're just pure endurance because there's just so much that you have to do. Um, and you're, there's no sleep. You're grinding every day from, you know, you're, you're, you're struggling just to survive with sleep deprivation, your hormonal changes, your postpartum recovery bits, you know, and you know, there's cabin fever because you're stuck at home all day and you're dealing with baby blues and and you're just trying to feed every hour and it's not it sleeps only like an hour or two and you can't sleep yourself um and so yeah it's, it was definitely survival when my son came home and then because i've also got my daughter running around um in the background but the thing that was missing the one thing that was missing from that first couple of months with my son versus my daughter um was fear and i was fearless because fearlessness comes with experience that experience like that first time experience trumps reading parenting blogs listening to me share my story if you don't have kids like you're listening to me yeah you can hear my story but it's not until you really experience it as a parent that you'll know what i'm talking about you, know, you can listen to parenting podcasts you can watch you know parenting videos you can talk to other parents you can you know try to get your own parents to remember remember what it was and share stories with you and then you can also babysit you know as well but it's not the same right that 
firsthand experience of 24-7 being with your kids and just trying to figure it out. I mean, with my daughter, I was scared shitless, you know, like, how do I hold her properly? Is she, is she comfortable? Like, where do my hands even go? Like, on her butt, on her back, on her neck? Oh, yeah, her neck, you know, like, and I'm so stiff. I'm holding her. Like, should I be this stiff? And this, it's like, why is she making weird sounds at night? Like, what are those nights? And what are those sounds? Like, you know, why does she cry so much? Why is she crying? Is she hungry? Does she be burped? Is she, like, tired? It's, it's like, what? You know, I just want to be held. And why does her poop look like that? Oh, my God. And then it's like, ew, cradle cap. Like, I know what it is. But, like, oh, my God. Like, more like cradle crap, right? And I thought, like, babies were supposed to smell like, you know, like little angels. You take a big whiff of their, their heads. Like, oh, it smells, like, so nice. Um, and then just staring at her while she's sleeping, thinking, do I, do I keep staring? Or can I leave? Like, what if she needs me? I have no idea what I'm doing and if I'm doing the right thing. And so there's a lot of fear, a lot of worry, and a lot of just like not knowing things. Uh, but doing the second time around, it's the, just, the, the adjustment to the constantly changing new normal uh, was a lot easier. Um, and it was hard, but it wasn't complicated. It was like a lot of just endurance, right? Um, because I generally knew what to do and what to expect, right? Because you've kind of done it before. You're like, oh yeah. Um, it was like, it was kind of like riding a bike, right? Like, and everything I thought I'd forgotten how to do came back, like the Terminator, I would be back. <laughs> um, so how, like, you know, like, how do I hold him? Oh, right, yeah, I'll just snuggle up, you little cherub. Oh, yeah, you can hear him, he's making nocturnal noises again, uh, grunting like a little piggy, you know, or, hmm, that sounds like a hunger cry, hmm. Oh, sounds like he needs to be burped. Oh, sounds like he pooped himself. Uh, and then you look at the quick, you know, quick peep of the poopy diaper and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be like French's mustard. Okay, cradle cat. All right, let me do, let's do mommy son spa day with a comb and some nice grapeseed oil and we'll do a bath. Like you just, and then just staring at him sleeping, you're like thinking, okay, so he's, he's sound asleep now. I get a couple hours to record right now, right? Like right now he's, he's actually upstairs napping while I'm recording all this. Um, and so it, it took me a lot less time to adjust to being his mom, but it's taken a lot longer to adjust to also being my daughter's mom. So let me explain. Like, so before for my daughter, it was just, you know, her life, right? Her life, you got mom and you've got dad and then her, right? Now it's her, mom and dad, and this, a nugget. <laughs> and... And this nugget doesn't do anything, okay? So something that I've learned and grown uh, from being a mother too is how to cultivate the current relationship with my firstborn. And, you know, as the books and as experts say, you have to, you should involve your first kid pretty much your entire pregnancy and reassure her that you'll always love and care for her, you know, and the baby comes, like, it will change and, but, you know, we'll always be for, there for one another. And we did that, like, I really, I literally, the day I got, I found out I was pregnant and peed on the stick and I got a positive response. She was asking me, what's that mom? And I was like, well, I'm pregnant, <laughs> right? Like the day I knew myself, it was the same day that she knew. And it was actually her who slipped the news to my in-laws. Um, you know, she got to look at our ultrasound. She touched my belly, you know, and then, you know, when he started kicking and, you know, we even pretended to involve her in the name picking just, you know, and she wanted to call him George from Peppa Pig. Um, 
And then we also, you know, as a family, watched those weekly videos of, to see how the baby was developing inside my belly and, you know, whatever fruit or veggie he was at the size of. And, you know, we read books about being an elder sister. Like there's the, this one that, that talks about like, yeah, you're, you know, my baby sister or baby brother, you know, has to eat, he eats with his hands, but I can eat with a spoon and fork and we added chopsticks. Um, and she got like, you know, she got lots of dad time, like daddy time. And, you know, like while I napped on the couch, I was extremely tired during my pregnancy. And they could bond and continue to bond while, you know, when the baby came. Um, and then of, of course, we also fit in a lot of mom and daughter time. You know, we'd go, we'd read, we'd laugh, we'd go out for walks, we went hiking, like just trying to do everything we possibly can to prepare her. But then the big moment came and she got to meet her little brother. And her first response was just like how weirded out how small he was. And she was cautious, was slightly unimpressed and kind of was an anticlimactic moment. Um, he, the nugget doesn't do anything. And she kind of even compared him to Chicoletta, which is this chicken in Paw Patrol and said, she's, he's like Chicoletta, doesn't do anything. And so, and for the first few months of taking care of him, he took up a lot of my time, right? With, with just being a mom, like, you know, and also you're recovering as well, feeding him and all this stuff. And she voiced it and she, she started throwing tantrums. Um, and she wanted dad to do everything for him and mom to do everything for her. Um, and she felt that because he's a boy and dad was also a boy that they need to take care of each other. And then that I'm, you know, that he is his responsibility and she's my responsibility. And because of that, my, my husband felt helpless. Like his, you know, whenever she dismissed him trying to help her, you know, he get hurt. He'd also, he'd feel hurt by it um and you know he just felt helpless and powerless at the at, during that time um and she'd get easily upset over things that she didn't used to you know like if she lost a toy or she couldn't find something or a sock or whatever she just would throw huge tantrums and she really craved my attention but i honestly had no capacity to fill it and because i was physically emotionally mentally just drained right like having a baby it's it's a lot um and it was hard for me, my heart was torn and guilt rippled through my mind, body and soul. Like I just, I thought, like I, th I thought I did everything right. You know, what the book said involving her and all these things, all these things, what I, what I read to prepare my firstborn. And um, she also did the, she did the opposite of regressing. Um, she really wanted to di differentiate herself from her little brother. Um, so she actually started going to the potty by herself. Uh, and we just like, we gave her underwear. Literally in the first week after he came home, she just did not want to be in diapers and we gave her underwear and off she went. Um, and so yeah, we were relieved. Like we kind of, we kind of just escaped the double, di double diaper duty. <laughs> and um, so we're kind of like, well, okay, you just trained yourself. We kind of helped you, but not really. But her sudden display of independence made me reel back in grief because my little baby is no longer a baby. And so there was a night that we both broke down, like my daughter and I, um, we were getting her ready for bed and I had her toothbrush in hand and I was trying to get, I was trying to help her brush her teeth and she wouldn't let me. So I got mad. I was like, you know, and then you kind of get, you get into your lecture of why I need to brush your teeth and you, you, you get, get into that. And she broke down and she started crying and I held her in my arms 
you know, tears flooded her face and she wouldn't look at me. Um, I tried to look at her face, but she kept like, kind of like just turning away. And, and like, while she was in my arms, I told her it's okay to cry. You know, like it's, it's a tough time right now with so many changes. And, um, and then at that moment I started crying and she buries her face even deeper into my chest. And she asks me, are you crying too? Um, and I, I gulp, I was like, yeah i mean yeah and she looks up at me and like both her faces are just dripping um and i held her tighter and i just said you know i'll always love you because i'll always be your mom um and then just like just then i hear my son crying in the other room and she says like oh you know he needs you he's crying it's okay you can go and so then i kiss her on her forehead for a really long time and then she lets go of me and so, so then i go and care for my son um and so since that night like it's gone incrementally better like every day gets a little little better um and she started to interact with him more it's also because he's become more animated right he's like six months old he's kind of he's rolling around like he's much more physical <laughs> um and she loves making him laugh like what like recently she was um swishing water in her mouth after she ate something and that sound made my son laugh uh, so she she heard she saw him giggling so she's kept doing it and like kind of just making him him laugh and he started howling and squealing and then she loved it she, she started laughing and they were just having a blast making each other laugh uh, and just feeding off each other's joy um and she loves comforting him. So there'd be times where I'm driving and then he's crying and then she'd, she'd tell him it's okay, you know, we're almost there. Um, you know, and you know, sometimes they'll, he'll be crying while he changes diaper and she'll come up beside him, like crawl up and just say to him, it's okay, diaper changes don't hurt, like it's okay. Um, the way he interacts with her is like, he's like, looks at her as though he's in love with her. Like he just admires everything that she does. Like he, like she's a little person as well, like compared to me and me and my husband, which are big people, right? Um, and she, he's actually more fascinated with her than he is in me and my husband. Um, and he constantly wants to like touch her. Like whenever she's near, he wants to like touch her and play with her. Um, and then I got a video of him just like we're both we're all three of us sitting and you can see him trying to like grab her hair and then he has this really sneaky smile doing it it's it's pretty hilarious or he's always say, there was another video i got of him trying to grab her feet um and then she'll pull she'll pull away and he'll giggle like just really proud of himself for getting at her <laughs> getting her getting her to react um and she's warming up to him too like she you know likes to talk about things that they'll do together how they'll play together when he's older and you know then and she'll also say things like oh well dad's gonna have to buy four chocolate bars when he's older and he can eat um or you know when he's bigger we, he can go on the slide or we can both go on the slide and she's really observant of his growth too like you know he'll just like one day in the morning she'll like run up to this crib and says oh my god his hair's longer or you know or like he'll like go on his belly and start wriggling and then she'll be like oh he's crawling now he wants to crawl or he wants to walk um and then or he'll drool and then she'll say like oh i think he has teeth now 
So like, in, like, so she really wants him to grow up quickly so that they can play together. And, and in some ways, like, I kind of want that too, to see them interact more and more. Uh, but like for now, I'm just relishing watching them interact and, and this budding friendship that will turn into a lifelong bond. You know, let, let the sibling rivalry, or is it revelry, um, begin. Um, so readers, or, uh, you guys, do you have a kid? Do you have one or more than one kid? And how did they interact? Or how did they, how did the first um, react to the, the second? Uh, I'd love to know, like, let me know in the comments. Hey guys, it's Catherine here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you loved this or you resonated with this and found value in my content, please hit the subscribe button. And thank you so much from the bottom of my heart.